time for the June 6, 2014 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. Oh, my God. Yeah, what? What it, what's up this week? I, you know, I haven't seen him all week, just so you know. Seen, seen Mahler? Yeah, I haven't seen Mahler all week. He's been hugging trees. Is he really? Yeah. Why? Yeah, there he goes. There he goes. I'm hugging a tree again. <laughs> why? why? You want to know why yeah, he hugs trees? I want to know why. Well, Mike, mm-hmm. he says it makes him cool. And I don't mean like, you know, hip. Hip cool. He's not, he's not Mahler, the hipster. Uh, he's been reading this about uh, Australia's koalas. Mm. They cope with extreme heat by resting against cooler tree trunks. That's why you all see these koalas on the tree trunks. You see those pictures yeah. of them? Yes. According to new research. Okay. This is, I'm not just making this up. Okay. Researchers used a portable weather station and thermal imaging to uncover the koala's cool plan. <laughs> That's what it, uh, whoever writes this so, stuff, you know it, what? ought to be so, shot. So yeah. that poster I've had on my wall for the last 40 years... Is is cool. It's a cool poster too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can you can actually uh, remember that as we heat up here in Southern California. Try it out. Yeah. Okay. Hug a tree. Hug a tree. If it's still alive. Also, a new study points to humans as the cause of mass extinction of large mammals or animals all over the world during the course of the last one hundred thousand years. The results strongly underline the fact that human expansion throughout the world has meant an enormous loss of large animals. People uh, before had a couple of theories on why the large mammals, you know, the Mastodonia. Are we talking dinosaurs here? Is that what we're talking about? No, no, we're talking the big, large old, you know, La Brea Tar Pits type of stuff. Okay. okay. Yeah. You know, the woolly mammoth, all that. Oh, yes. They were thought that this was the result of the Ice Age or whatever, but they're pretty much showing that it it was us. Mike and I, who drove them out My of ancestors. Southern California. Yeah, yeah, I'm not responsible. Yeah. A new line of genetically modified pigs. Okay. Isn't that nice? Just to say that. Uh-huh. Just to say that. <laughs> okay. Coming from Alcoa, a new line of genetically modified pigs. <laughs> Farmer John. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, be sued Vinny doing Farmer John. Yeah. Genetically modified bacon. Anyway, these pigs will host transplanted cells without risk of rejection, opening oh. the door for future human cell, no. stem cell therapy research. Uh-huh. So they have, you know, they're making pigs that'll take our the, the stem cells that we need to grow. One of the biggest challenges for medical researchers studying the effectiveness of stem cell therapies is that transplants or grafts of cells are often rejected. Yes. But not with these pigs. Uh-uh. So, be nice. The cause of the potato blight. Famine, blight. Yeah, in the Great Irish Famine, all that kind of stuff, yeah. has been tracked to an alpine valley in Mexico. Oh, okay. In central Mexico, really? the findings may aid in the search for genes resistance to the disease. Yeah. Knowing the origin of the pathogen provides new avenues to discover resistant genes huh. and helps explain the mechanisms, you know, of, of what happened. By the way, hmm. potato late blight is what they call it, Yeah, continues to be a major threat to global food security, and at least $6 billion a year is spent to combat it, mostly due to the cost of fungicides and the yield losses. Finding ways to genetically resist the potato late blight, scientists say, could help reduce the use of fungicides. 
fungicides. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. So it's, this is. I didn't know it was still know. an issue. That's that's interesting. Yeah. They, they can they track this down to Mexico. Amazing. They don't know exactly how it got back to Ireland. But, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I can well, imagine. Well, the Europeans were coming and going. They got a boat and, yeah, coming and going. Boat, yeah. Probably some pirate. Some pirate. That would be a good episode of, uh, at least I would watch it. Whatever that thing called is with Johnny Depp, you know, Captain Jack Oh, the pi- uh, Pirates and, of the Caribbean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there you go. He, he could land in Mexico and yeah. carry uh, a potato back to, to yeah. Ireland yeah. and cause the... the uh, yeah. yeah, he would be holding it up as the golden spud. Yeah. It was it's it's yeah. it's Pirates of the Caribbean, Jack Sparrow and the golden and the, spud. Yeah, and the golden spud. Yeah. And I'm working on my treatment there right you go. now. I'm hold on, let me copyright it right now. Yeah. Let me get okay. that in. I'm calling the Writers Guild right now. Okay. Thank you, Mike. China yeah. said it will set an absolute cap on its CO2 emissions from 2016, just a day after the United States, that would be our country, yeah. announced new targets for its power sector, signaling a potential breakthrough in tough UN climate talks coming right up. It is a good yeah. idea. Progress in global climate negotiations has often been held back by the deep split between rich and poor nations, and that would be the U.S. and China yeah. on the rich side. Respectively, as they say, over who should step up their game to reduce emissions. But the fact that the two biggest emitters of greenhouse gases—gosh, I thought you were in there. Well, I, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm made unprecedented announcements. Well, whatever. I don't know unprecedented. Well, they made an announcement. Yeah, it's it's a good thing that they made the announcement, and it's uh, hopefully it'll help out on these uh, talks. We'll it's a very action. good thing. It, it's you know it's it's a great announcement. I'm I'm thrilled about it. Yeah. But, but it also faces some very strong opposition from the luddites and the idiots who are running around uh, in Congress. And so whether or not the uh, this will actually happen, I th- I think this luddite is some, land. I think is that their country? actually I do think I'm I'm thinking about it. I think the president can essentially implement this without Congress. I, that's my, my uh, yeah, sense. It's I the Environmental that. Protection Agency uh, regulating the industry. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard Republicans, of course, I watch. I watch Fox so you don't have to. Yeah. And uh, they were saying that this has been Barack Obama's uh, plan all along is to kill coal. That's been his... He's a secretly... He's, a, he's an Al-Qaeda, Muslim, socialist, atheist... But he's really, coal? but he's really been in office to kill coal. Right. Even though he comes from Illinois, right next to this Pennsylvania. This is this is a waste of our time to talk right. about these people. All right, you're right. And you you're shouldn't right. even watch them. You're, you're, you're right. Not, you're so right. I don't have to. It makes me angry that anybody watches no, that. Right. Okay. Mm, crap. Syrian President Bashar al-Assad has declared a landslide victory in elections dismissed by rivals as a sham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. They they called it a sham. He says I won. The Egyptian guy? Yeah. Yeah. Though Syrian. I'm oh, sorry. Sir- oh, no, Syrian. my yeah. bad. My bad. Yeah. I just, no, Syrian you government said says Assad took more than 88% of the vote. Yeah, I, I don't know if people know exactly how hard it is to get 88% of the vote. You can't get 88% of the vote to if if you ask if the world is, is round. Yeah. Yeah, and by but, the way, this, this uh, election took place in areas controlled by government forces. Yeah. So... Already, it's yeah. a kind of a skewed demographic yeah. when you, you prob- in all probability. If someone's standing outside of your house with a machine gun, yeah, are you on their side? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't be there if you weren't on their side. So, yeah, okay, he, you know, yeah, it's a farce. Of course, it's a farce. President Obama met with Ukrainian President-elect Petro Poroshenko as part of a continued swing through Europe. 
Mm-hmm. That is Obama's swing. Mm-hmm. He's swinging through Europe. He is right now. I think that's racist. They, I, oh. I, got, I got this right out of the out of KPFK. You, They're racist. You, you know what? I, wow, that's really this is disgusting. Yeah, that's Obama sat down with Poroshenko in Poland after calling on Congress to support a one billion dollar plan to ramp up the U.S. military presence across the European continent. Obama said NATO is expanding its presence across Europe following Russian interference in Ukraine. Oh, that's that is a real uh, to me. That is a really bad idea. But that's just me. You think so? Yeah, I do. I do. Tell us why, Mike. I just think that at this time to start talking about more tanks and armaments and yeah, the rest of it really kind of harkens back to the last days of the Cold War, and I, I don't understand why. Are we really wor- yeah. are we really think that the Russians, excuse me, intend to in, uh, invade Poland and Romania again? Is that really what we think is going to happen here? I don't know. I don't know. Hey, here's some news. Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas mm-hmm. has sworn in a new unity government, bringing together the factions of Fatah and Hamas after years of division. And uh, the U.S. State Department spokesman Jen Psaki mm-hmm. said the UE, that the Obama administration plans to recognize this new Palestinian government. And how did Israel react, Nathan? They got, well, they got pissy. Yeah. Yeah. They said they were. It was deeply disappointed at, by the U.S. position. You're gonna take her out? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just it's a progress. The Israelis don't seem really that interested in uh, seeing a, a separate Palestinian state. That'd just be my opinion. Yeah. The Nigerian government has reversed an order banning demonstrations for the return of more than 200 missing schoolgirls. The police commissioner in the capital of Abuja had announced protests were no longer allowed over fears they could be hijacked by violent extremists. Mm. But protesters uh, said, "Uh uh-uh. They flooded Nigeria's high court in defiance. And they backed down. Yep. Government backed down, and that's why the government reversed the order. It's all a very circular thing. Mm. Mm -hmm. More than 150 Kurdish students in Syria are being held captive following their kidnapping by rebels in in a northern province last week. The Islamic State of Iraq and Syria is said to be holding the students at a prison in the town of Manbij. Manbij. That's not an easy one. Uh -uh. Manbij. In Lahore, Pakistan. Police arrested five men and sought two others believed to be responsible for the murder of Farzana Parveen, a pregnant 25-year-old woman who was bludgeoned en route to a courthouse to contest a case filed by her family against her husband, Muhammad Iqbal, whom, she said, married without the family's consent. She was the best wife anyone could ask for, said Iqbal, who killed his first wife in order to be with Parveen. Oh, my God. Okay. And brain implants have had the unexpected and intriguing side effect of causing a 60-year-old Dutch man to develop a sudden and powerful love for the music of Johnny Cash. (laughs) That's according to a new paper. They did some research on this. They were, he he had, uh, it was kind of uh, schizoid. He was uh, manic depressive. They stimulated his brain. And, uh, you know, next thing he knows, he was... He's uh, he's a man in black, yeah. Well, now, wait, um, so... He really did. That's not a joke. He really developed a, yeah, a strong yeah. affinity for Johnny Cash. Wow. Yeah. I think that's nice. Yeah. I mean, I mean maybe, you, maybe you know, everybody yeah, could have yeah. this little operation. And yeah. 
Next thing you know, yeah, we wouldn't have to buy so much music. <laughs> we just like Johnny Cash. That would <laughs> no, be it. We like Johnny Cash. Yeah, that'd save a lot of time and energy, yeah, really. Boy, we could yeah. just shut down <laughs> KUCI. Pandora would just yeah. become Cash. Yeah, Cash. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go to secret stuff unless you want to Real quick, real, 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 real quick, I swear to you. United Nations has confirmed that... Bashir Assad uh-huh. will fail to meet a deadline that was set for later this month for the removal and destruction of the regime's entire chemical stockpile. Yeah, uh, they seem to be dragging their feet. Basically, uh, you think? Uh, Sigrid, it takes a long time to clean up a stockpile. It does. I've I've seen you leave your stockpiles <laughs> around for a long time, Mike. Siegfried, Let's face it. Siegfried Kog uh, said the deadline will not be met. What is important, however, is that all the materials are out of harm's way. So there is some mitigating goodness here. And the destruction can start as soon as possible aboard a U.S. ship as considerable time has lapsed and considerable whatever. So they're just basically saying that, yeah, they have they won't meet the deadline, but they have apparently they have the stuff. And they're they're going to start. They have it organized all together in a pile. You're right. And then they're going to. Find out a way to get rid of it. You know so I guess I work. guess I, I, mean, I thought it was a bad story, but now it, it turned into a pretty good story that the chemical stockpiles in Syria seem to be on their way out. I would think so. We turned that around pretty quickly, didn't yeah. we, Nathan? I, well, I, I don't. Know. I might be wrong, but I, I, these things take time. Yeah, I, they we do. can't yeah. even, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get. I, I don't want to go on. Yeah, I was going to say something here. Yeah, okay. People always get upset when I do. Okay. You know. All right. I'm going to say it. Go ahead. No, don't say it. Oh, go ahead. Say it. Yeah. No, don't say it's it. It's about the penny. Oh yeah, you know the U.S. penny costs yeah. more to make than it's worth. You yeah. should get rid of it. Yeah, but we're still, but we still hang on to it. We hang on. We hang on. We well, hang on. Hang, why do we hang on to it? Well, because it's, they it's say the it's process. For, it's forty nine ninety nine. Uh, how am I going to pay for yeah, that? It's a process. You know, it's a, the, the process takes forever. I know. And getting rid of something, you know, there's there's all sorts of forms to fill out, and they have to figure out the proper way to do it and the safe way to do it. Right. And, you know, yeah, and then and people somebody's start hoarding is, pennies because yeah. they're going to be worth like dollars I'm, later yeah, on. Yeah, I wasn't even talking about yeah. the pennies right then. I was ta- I was going between. I was going back to these chemical weapons. Oh, you were. I yeah, see. there's there's somebody's job depends on getting rid of these chemical weapons, and once they're gotten rid of, he I, won't have a job I anymore. I don't got no job. So he's dragging his feet. I don't blame him. Yeah, kind of like drugs. Kind of. Yeah. If 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 they're illegal, then people have jobs. Okay. You know? Yeah. So Police as, long, have jobs. as long as this guy, as long as this guy has uh, whoever it is, agency, they got, chemical they, weapons. Yeah, that's true. He's got a job. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want to talk about, Mahler? You said, yeah, secret stuff. Secret stuff. Yeah. yeah, he loves his secret stuff. Eddie Snowden. Eddie. We know Eddie Snowden, yeah, the former intelligence Eddie. contractor, as you like to call him, mm-hmm. wanted by U.S. authorities and currently living in Russia, said in an interview, that he has applied for asylum in Brazil. Brazil. <laughs> Brazil. That's right, Mahler. Brazil. I would love to live in Brazil, Snowden told Brazil's Globo TV on Sunday. Well, of course, he's talking to Brazil. Uh-huh. What are you going to say? Well, that's true. No, I would love to live but in But in Brazil. the meantime, you know, uh, the person primarily responsible for getting Snowden's message out mm-hmm. is Glenn Greenwald. Yes, and he lives in Brazil. Exactly. When we talked to Glenn Greenwald a few years ago, that's where we called him. We that's called exactly him in Brazil. Right. Yeah. That's so, true. of course, uh, I, I think it would just be one more reason that Eddie would like to go down to Brazil. Mm-hmm. Plus, Carnival. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. Carnival. Yeah. I'm. I want to go. 
Uh, also in secret stuff, the new head of the National Security Agency has distanced himself from previous government suggestions that Eddie Snowden is a spy, a foreign spy. He says, nah, not so much. Uh, Keith Alexander, who is the NSA director, and, and, had and, contended that yeah. Snowden may have worked with Russian and other foreign intelligence agencies. But at a public forum, the new NSA chief, Michael Rogers, shot down that theory. Said, uh-uh. Well, he, I, you know, I read this same story. He said, yeah. he could have, uh, you know, maybe, but uh, I don't believe that's the case. I mean, he didn't exactly close the door on it, and, and probably that's the prudent thing to do is yeah. not say. You could be a lying son of a bitch, Michael uh, Rogers, but, uh, you know, that's probably not the case. Yeah, not sure. Come see, come saw, you know. Mm. Also. In secret stuff, the latest disclosures from Eddie Snowman show that the National Security Agency has collected millions of images for surveillance programs using facial recognition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in your face is what they. Every time they hit that button, it takes a picture. They, one of the guys from the NSA yells, "In your face!" Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Ah, oh, I get see, it. That, that's a basketball thing. I used yeah. to do that all the time when I dunked on people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did that every time. Yeah. Yeah. I would just, I would just be but, in their face. Yeah. Well, there you I, go. I wouldn't say in your face. Okay. I would just be in their face. And how many, uh, how many <laughs> estimated facials were they, were they performing? There's a lot of facials. There's fifty-five thousand facials per day. That's a lot. That's that's more than vivid porn. Yeah, uh, that's a uh, lot. Network. That, that yeah. Is, yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, that's including driver's licenses, Facebook, text messages, emails, video conferences, and other communications. They're just snagging these things offline, wherever yeah, they driver's can. driver's license. Yeah. What a great place to pull down people. Yeah, pictures uh -huh. of people. Yeah. Yep. Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, text yep. messages. A selfie. You have your face online, Mahler? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got it on. You know, I think he wants to go to Brazil. Yeah. You know why? A lot <gasps> of trees. Yeah, uh, yeah, see? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Trees? Yeah, a lot of trees. <laughs> That's right, mother. Yeah, a federal judge in Utah or Idaho, one of those places. It's, it's, place. a, it's a long, skinny state. Because, yeah. Yeah, runs north to south. Yeah. Idaho urged the U.S. Supreme Court to rule against the NSA surveillance of telephone records while saying his own hands are tied by legal precedent. Who's... That would be Judge Lynn Windmill, hmm. chief judge of the U.S. District Court in Idaho, dismissed a suit challenging the NSA's controversial program. But hmm. in an eight-page memorandum, he said the Superior Court should take up the issue. Judge Windmill said there is a looming gulf between the 1979 Supreme Court precedent that allowed the government to gather phone records of a single suspect and the NSA program that collects millions of phone records of Americans to build a searchable database, including the time, duration, and numbers dialed. So what he's saying is, given the law that I have to deal with to make a decision, this is what I, that's why I threw this out. At the, on the same, at the same time, I've yeah. got to say, Supreme Court needs to take this up because the law has changed. They need to change the law. Amen. Interpret it differently. Yes. Also in secret stuff, an upcoming trial in Britain is so secret that little is known about it. God. Yeah. Except that it involves terrorism. Okay. The trial involves two men, not us. <laughs> Their names are being kept secret. God. So it could be us. Well, I... What are you doing next Thursday? Because oh, no. uh, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to go. It is us. Going down to the. I'm supposed to go down to Santa Ana and meet some guy. 
in the corner. The only reason we know that the trial is happening is uh, that British news organizations protested the secrecy of it. Okay. Well, how'd <laughs> that, they find out? They know there's a trial and it's about terrorists. That's all they That's know. That's all they know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. A jury will hear the case, but no details will be released about the case. That's, that's just yeah. phenomenal. Prosecutors argue that national security concerns warrant this level of total secrecy. Everyone else says it's BS. Yeah, of course yeah. they do. Wow. Yeah. That's a wow. It's a wow. Um, friend of the show. We have one? Well, we no, actually, I'm going to go to one other story. The U.S. Supreme Court has denied the uh, New York Times reporter and frequent oh, contributor yeah. to Fox He's News uh, has uh, denied his appeal. Uh, the gentleman is uh, reporter James Risen, or Risen, I believe is how it's said. Um, James who, has risen. James has risen, who faces possible um, prison term for refusing to reveal a confidential source. It goes yeah. back to the CIA's role in disrupting uh, Iran's nuclear program. He was given some information. He published it, and the, uh, the U.S. government is still after him for that. And they're wow. trying to see that he goes to jail for that. Uh, this would be really a precedent setting in a very bad way. Yeah, reporters so. going to jail because they don't reveal for not disclosing yeah. their their sources. Uh, the other thing, and I was this is where I was going to go. Friend of the show, because oftentimes you don't get your sources to say anything unless you promise that they remain anonymous. That's exactly yeah. right. It is really the the uh, the basis of freedom of the press protection of sources is one of the fundamental tenets of a free press yeah. um friend of two friends of the show are Whoa. involved hold on oliver stone says he's going to make a movie about ed stone yeah we mentioned that a few weeks ago but oh. go for it man. oh tell okay. me all about well, it the, well he announced his plans to yeah. make uh uh edward snow snowden the uh, the subject of his film uh called the snowden files Ooh. a book by guardian journalist luke harding he wrote the book and he's going to base it on that and he's also acquired the rights to make a film based on journalist Glenn Greenwald. Oh, now see, that's a new about one. About Snowden. It's called No Place to Hide. So I'm sure that Oliver, in his infinite wisdom, being friend of you know you and I, uh -huh. will merge all of this stuff together and make uh, the, the best movie of all time. Yeah. Has he asked you to be a part of it yet? No. Oh. No. no the never mind. O Oliver he... wrote a, a forward to a book that Mike and I put together many yep. years ago. Yep. 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 There you go. So Ollie and I... You go online, Mike. look up Nathan Callahan and Oliver Stone. Yeah. You'll find it. You'll I can't say it on the it's air. It's in Wiki. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't say what it is. You can't? Not the on book? the air. You can't? I can't promote. I'm not going to promote our book. We're not going to promote it. Okay. It's a title. Okay. Yeah. I okay. refuse to say it. All right. Don't All say right. it. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 <laughs> FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. KUCI will be broadcasting Barack Obama's UCI commencement speech Ooh. live this Saturday, June 14th at 11 a.m. or thereabouts. You know, we can't be certain of when it is because it's kind of bouncing a bit. You know, president gets in, he's up in the big plane, you know, he lands. He's, yeah. we're, we're dependent on his time, not he yeah. on ours. And so. for some reason, he hasn't, they haven't been updating me on his arrival yeah. and what time he's going to, so I'm not, I'm not sure what that's about. I thought we were friends. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I've, I've written a little piece about uh, his commencement speech. Are we going to hear about it? Okay, go ahead. No, well, we're not going to hear about it on SoCal Byte, but it will be uh, uh, on your doorstep in the Los Angeles Times on Monday. Uh, so look for it. Is that be right? Sure, yeah. Be sure to go to latimes.com opinion this Monday or just go to your favorite newsstand, and they're everywhere, you know. 
Newsstands are everywhere. This is breaking news. They will actually, you can actually buy a paper copy of the LA Times at a newsstand. That's breaking news as well. You can actually buy a paper copy. And and that's the way I like it. Because you can go like. So somewhere in the. Go like that to it. Somewhere in the Monday edition of the Los Angeles Times. In the opinion section. It's it's not going to be. Okay. Somewhere in the opinion section of the LA Times on Monday. It's going to be in the calendar section. On Monday. There'll be, there'll, there'll be I the, think not. There'll be the name Nathan Callahan as a byline. Wow. 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 No, that's a wow, dude. Dude. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Mahler. Yeah. Can you believe it? Yeah, I believe it. He can't believe it. He can't believe, believe it. it. He can't believe it. Oh, boy. Shall we do drones in the news? Let's do it. Yeah. A Pakistani high court ordered police to charge ex-CIA station chief Jonathan Banks for the murder of civilians in a 2009 drone strike. That's oh, what they did. That's a that's a new one. Yeah. Pro- prosecutors say he issued the issue he issued ordered This is crazy. Say it again. Well, no, I mean somebody somebody wrote this all wrong for me. Pro- prosecutors said he ordered the deadly strike and was directly responsible for the death. He said he was. That's what the prosecutor said. Oh, okay. He didn't say that. I would, that would be, be surprised crazy. if he said He'd that. He'd be a stupid man if yeah, he said yeah, that. Would be. Judge Shahuzak Aziz Siddiqui issued the ruling after hearing a petition from drone activist Karim Khan, whose son and brother were killed in the 2009 North Waziristan Tribal District uh, strike. We've been talking about that for yeah. ages. So yeah. That's what this so is. So that was Judge Dickey? Well, Siddiqui. Of Siddiqui. Siddiqui. Okay. Shaukat Shaukat Siddiqui. Ah, very good. Ah. Uh, Also, the relatives of three Americans killed in U.S. drone strikes in Yemen without trial say they would not appeal the dismissal of their lawsuit against the Obama administration officials. Okay. They would not do that. It's expensive. The families of Muslim cleric Anwar al-Awlaki, his teenage son Abdul Rahman, and of Shamir Khan have filed the suit had filed a suit accusing top U.S. officials of unlawful killings, but in April, a federal judge ruled the victim's constitutional rights were never violated. Yeah. How is that possible, Mr. Judge, sir? They were U.S. citizens. They were never given trial, as far as we know, any due process. They were, a decision was made, yeah. and they were killed on foreign so- soil, yeah. and U.S. citizens. Because it was, it was on foreign soil. Is that is that the I, rationale? I, I believe so. Yeah. So There's don't no, travel to Mexico or yeah, Canada. Yeah. We or, can do what we want when we're overseas. Or Hawaii. Is that is that American territory? I can't remember. Hawaii. Right? Yeah. So don't go know. anywhere. And and it shouldn't be America. It should I know not. that. I knew that too. Anyway, wow, that's a big deal. Hawaiians that is a. Big, it's crazy because when you make up a you know a map puzzle. Yeah. If you have a map puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. Pe- children are getting the wrong impression because Hawaii is usually like ten miles off the California coast. And Alaska is usually below that in in the Gulf of you know down down in Baja California. <laughs> it usually so is. So this is all, and it looks like an island. <laughs> this That's is true. all wrong. Alaska yeah, and Hawaii, yeah, you're out of here. If we hadn't had them, we would have not had to deal with uh, either Barack Obama or Sarah Palin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, he would have been a foreigner. Yeah, yeah. You see, see there. You see what you did. You know, you know. So was George. You know George. Uh, what's his name? Mitt Bush? Romney. More, Mitt Romney was born in foreign soil, as well as John McCain. Yeah, but but they were serving the country. <laughs> I don't think I don't they're, think they're Mitt on was. a base. I don't think you know. Mitt you was. see, Mitt was born in Mexico. Soil. No, he was born in Mexico. 
because his dad had yeah, to because his, his dad was, had to flee America because he was part of a polygamous cult within or a polygamous well, group within okay. within Utah. There you go. Yeah, he had to go. Had Israel to go. is abandoning U.S.-made helicopters in favor of more drones, and this is a trend around the world. Drop the helicopters, buy a drone. Yeah. You don't have to pay Drones for Drones have a lot of advantages. They're cheap, lighter, and no pilots. No pilots. Uh, okay. Also, the Taliban warned the U.S. during prisoner exchange negotiations that led to the release of Sergeant Bo Bergdahl that U.S. drone strikes had come close on several occasions to killing Bergdahl when he was in captivity. U.S. intelligence agencies believe Bergdahl was being held at the time in the tribal areas of Pakistan where the CIA carried out an estimated 27 drone strikes in 2013. Okay. Okay. That's it. Well, and see, we'll, get, well I'm going to go right into Bergdahl yeah, and go, go domestic. Good transition. Yeah. Yes, I would do that. Bo. Bo. Tell me about Bo Bergdahl, Bo. Army every, Sergeant Bo Bergdahl, the only about. American prisoner of war in Afghanistan, yes. was released after five years in captivity to a U.S. Special Forces team near the border of Pakistan following an agreement to exchange him for five Taliban detainees held at Guantanamo Bay. That's kind of the, the upfront yeah, story is, about the, it. That's that was happened. The deal was brokered by Qatar, where the freed Afghan detainees will be required to stay for one year. One year. To stay there for a year. For one year. The Obama administration is seeking co to contain a congressional backlash over a this prisoner exchange. Mm -hmm. Top intelligence and military officials held a closed-door briefing for the entire Senate, showing them a recent vi video of Bergdahl in declining health. And then, then the administration says the video helped spur action to win his release. That's what... What's yeah. going on there? Yeah. Opponents of the deal say the White House failed to give Congress proper notice and may have endangered American lives by encouraging the captor of U.S. soldiers, among other things. The criticism has exploded following the news that Bergdahl may have left his base after turning against the war. Because right. he got, yeah. you know, right. who knows what happens. Right. There's plenty of soldiers. You know, let's not forget, uh, you know, the uh, uh, St. Louis Cardinal linebacker. Right. Know, yeah. Who did that. And yeah. nobody yeah. liked him anymore. Yeah. But but they happened to use him as a, as a was, poster child for the war because what he yeah, was, yeah. yeah. Um, it, okay, as he was with the NFL in the aftermath of the U.S. Taliban prisoner exchange. The family of an American woman and her Canadian husband held captive in Afghanistan since 2012 are calling for renewed efforts to win their release. Video shared a, a relative shared a video they say came from the Taliban of uh, of Caitlin. Coleman and Joshua Boyle pleading for their freedom. Now, these people are not prisoners of war. Mm -hmm. They're just being held there. Coleman was pregnant at the time of their capture and gave birth in captivity. But I don't know. Do you want to get into this Bergdahl thing? Everybody, everybody's talking about it. He's an American soldier. We bring him back, and right. then, then we ask the questions. Right, okay. And I, and I, a couple things need to be kind of uh, sort yeah. of clarified here. Clarify first of all, first of all, the, we don't know what happened, how he left the the base, the U.S. base. Yeah. That is going to be determined. Yeah. The salient fact here is he was a prisoner of war. Yeah. And we had made a determination long time ago that we were going to do everything in our power to bring back all U.S. POWs and or at, going back to Vietnam. That's been a huge part of the whole post-Vietnam experience was that we feel like a lot of our POWs were left behind. Yeah. Rightly or wrongly, that's the, that's the sense. We're, so we're going to bring him back, 
and then we'll make decisions about whether or not he deserted, what, yeah. whatever the circumstances were. So well, that's re- that's regardless. Often. Say we're over there serving their time that's right. for the country. That's right. That's it. You know how whatever you feel about that, that's right. which which I don't feel real positive about, right. but nevertheless, that's what they were doing, and they were captured because of that. That's right. The second thing is, is these five guys that they let go and go back to, you say some, I can't remember where you said, Somalia, wherever they were from, uh, well, doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. Um, those five guys, the chief prosecutor at Guantanamo and a whole slew of people had signed off on the value of these guys yeah. as being a threat or not a threat. And they were comfortable and, and th- with the idea, let them go. That we're forgetting the fact that there's at least half of these guys in that are currently serving time in Guantanamo that everyone agrees, except for a few Republicans in Congress, that they sh- are not threats to the U.S. Yeah. They probably are there because somebody had a grudge against them or some other permutation on that idea. So everyone signed off on it. The rest of it. Now, did they screw up and not notify Congress? I guess they did. I guess they did. But then again, they I'm sure we're worried that some Republican congressman like this Gomert guy was going to start screaming about it and blow up the deal before they ever got it done. So, yes and no. Yeah. And we'll find that out. So, yeah. so th- this has taken up the news. But yeah. meanwhile, time bombs may be ticking at the United States only deep geological repository for nuclear waste. Oh, yeah. U.S. authorities concluded last week that at least 368 drums of waste at the site could be susceptible to the chemical reaction suspected to have caused a drum that ruptured there in February. Oh, God. The accident caused radioactive material to spill into the repository and leak into the environment above ground. The waste isolation pilot plant near Carlsbad, New Mexico, is mined out of a salt bed 655 meters underground and stores low and medium-level military nuclear waste containing long-lived or lived what do you say? I would say that. Long live? Yeah. I say long lived. Okay. Man made radioactive elements such as plutonium and americium. By the way, plutonium the suspected is. Suspected drums contain nitrates and cellulose, which are thought to have reacted to cause the explosion in February and are located in two of the repository's eight fast storage rooms. So here we have a clear and present danger to the U.S. And, and that gets buried. Yeah. It does. By by one POW coming home. Because it gives these Republicans an opportunity to scream about the patriotism of this president. It gives them an, a platform. And by the way, plutonium is, for people who don't know, I don't know why they wouldn't, plutonium is one of the most deadly uh, elements known in, in all of uh-huh. all of the world. It will, oh, oh real what? quick on that, just real quick on that subject. Yeah. I heard that in Fukushima, they're currently trying to, maybe you have a story on this, I know. They're trying to build an ice wall around Fukushima <laughs> to keep the water from leaking out. Yeah. Literally, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. But apparently they feel like they can put a, bl- a, a shield of ice around the water that's uh-huh. leaking out of Fukushima. Well, they tried that with Godzilla. They did. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't see, it seemed that to didn't work. get them very, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. They didn't learn, apparently. Uh the Environmental Protection Agency announced a draft rule seeking a 30% reduction of carbon emissions. We talked about this in, in conjunction with China. Yeah. At a coal, fi- coal fire plants by the year 2030. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, that's good news. It's not enough. It's not enough. But it's good news. Nobody talks about that. No. It's, Nobody no, talks that's, about that's that. That's the problem. It is not yeah. enough. Yes. Here's one for you. Yeah. Which, which concerns me much more than the, uh, uh, than, the one POW. Than Bo. 
yeah, than Bo and and the uh, the exchange. Yeah. Holder, you know him, General Eric. The worst uh, H. Attorney Horrell General of my life. Announced the yeah. creation of a task force within the Justice Department to combat escalating danger from homegrown terrorists. Now, I think this is a good thing, okay. but then at the same time, are we talking about just more surveillance? More surveillance. More, more uh, government departments, more bureaucratic yeah. nonsense. More homeland security crap. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. This is essentially a, a mod modeled on the uh, task force that was put together with Janet Reno, mm -hmm. which didn't turn out too well after the 1995 Oklahoma City bombing. Mm. A federal appeals court has overturned a lower court's rejection of a proposed $285 million settlement between Citigroup and the Securities and Exchange Commission over Citigroup's sale of toxic mortgage debt. Say that one part. They got fined? Well, no, it? they rejected. Oh, okay. I missed that first part. Yeah, I'm sorry. They, they overturned the rejection of the settlement. So okay. in other words, this is good. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. That's where I got thrown <laughs> off. Okay. I knew there was a reason why yeah, that yeah, didn't yeah, quite, yeah. quite jive. Okay. Good. The SEC has accused Citigroup of selling. Yeah. They had accused them of selling a billion dollars of deceptive mortgage-backed securities in 2007. Just as the nation's housing bubble was about to burst, Citigroup made $160 million in profits on the transactions. Investors lost $700 million. The decisions stood to have a major impact on how the SEC settles cases with major banks. But on Wednesday, the second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals said the judge in the case abused his discretion by applying an incorrect legal standard. So there. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he did. Yeah. The uh, BP, you know, yes. the British Petroleum yeah, is yeah. facing new fines for its 2010 Gulf oil spill following a new court ruling. On Wednesday, the Fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals upheld a 2012 decision that BP and the company Anadarko Petroleum should be fined under the Clean Water Act. BP and Anadarko had large stakes in the well that blew out and caused the worst offshore oil spill in U.S. history. The ruling could lead to billions more in fines. Good. That's what I say. Good, good. Uh, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services has overturned Medicare's blanket ban on sex reassignment surgery. I, I heard about this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. An independent panel within the uh, Health and Human Services ruled the ban is unreasonable and violates scientific and medical standards. The ruling means transgender patients will be able to seek coverage for gender transition-related surgical procedures. There you go. Good. I don't know. Good. What do you think? I do. Oh, that's good. You think they should have that? Yeah. Think I so? think it should. Yes, that's not that's not something you should pay for. I think that there, if no, I don't. I don't. No. I think I think that it's something that I think somebody would just do it on a you know. I don't think that. Yeah. That's the you other know? thing. No, I, I'm just saying. I I'm don't just saying. think, think somebody so. might. What What if somebody changes just, their mind? I'm just saying. I'm just I understand that. There. That's why anyone who's guy. considering that goes through a lot of uh, should. Yeah, but what if they change their mind? Do should they, go through they get a battery of psychological it's, profiling it's going, and, 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 it's going and therapies back, okay. and all kinds of things. Not that they would change their mind. No. Say they did. Uh, well, would, would the government be responsible for paying for that? Because it's, it's essentially, uh, you know, another sex change. I, I think that the the uh, the incidents of that are so minuscule. I'm just asking. Yeah, no. I, don't know. I know they'd be minuscule. I'm just saying. Okay. Well, no, I don't. I don't. That yeah. would be something to 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 think about. Just having fun Let here. Let me think about it. A federal judge has given class action status to a lawsuit challenging solitary confinement at California's Pelican Bay State Prison. Mm -hmm. 
Plaintiffs say over a decade in solitary has subjected them to cruel and unusual punishment and violated their right to due process. Let me ask you, just uh-huh. on that point, real yeah. quick. Okay. Let's say you're born with both sex organs. And yeah. you want to uh-huh. you want to go whatever way you want to go with that. Mahler's imagining this. Should, yeah. Isn't that a medical condition that you could understand why people should think it should be covered? It should. Should you well, should be able to go to a you should yeah, be able to yeah, get him okay yeah so, if I was born with both both yeah I and think it happens. That, that might be the exception okay. Right. yeah okay but what about but you know okay that's it that's I just yeah. well, let's look at this sort of I don't see how that solves any problem though. Okay. If I was born with two heads yeah that's yeah. frightening Mahler ah right. uh, the Seattle City Council has unanimously unanimously passed an ordinance to phase uh, phase in a fifteen. Dollar an hour minimum wage. Fifteen dollars an hour for a major city in the United States, and more than twice the federal minimum. You can almost live on that. Yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah right. There you go. It was. It was proposed by a socialist city council member. That's right. Yes. Kushama Savant said, "Let's do this," and they did it. Right. Yeah. By the way, if if the uh, federal federally mandated minimum. Uh, uh, Wage had yeah. kept up with its when it was originated till today. It would be closer to twenty dollars an hour, but that's for another time and another discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The highest it went though, I found, is is nineteen sixty eight. Okay, what was it was implemented? And it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It, it it's going to be around in in today's dollars about what was it? Eleven dollars. Okay. Yeah. This saying. Yeah. Yeah. What? Okay. What? Yeah. What actually happened? Yeah. Yeah. Is a little bit different. Well, they tried. Than what they they proposed. did keep pace with the cost of living yeah, increases yeah, exactly. and all that, and then they stopped. Yeah. And they said, "That's, that's enough yeah, of that." That's yeah. what got us into trouble. Yeah, that's what got yep. a lot of people in trouble. Yep. NASA. Yeah. NASA. There he goes. What an idiot. He's been very active ever since. <laughs> yeah. You know. NASA scientists confirmed the value of the love number. Okay. Love number. You're okay. saying, what's the love yeah, number I have to do with anything? It measures the stiffness of the moon. Oh. Don't ask me. Okay. Uh, it revealed, they revealed that the lunar surface bulges in concerts, concert with the motions of the Earth. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. not, it's not exactly perfectly round. Yeah. You know? It's not perfectly so round. So it's pulled. The gravitational kind, yeah, kind pull of, of the Earth will, it's the love will cause it to bulge now yeah. and then. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, really? It's good news. You think I'm kidding? No, I don't think you're kidding. I know that when you t- when you tell me something like that, I believe that. According to a recent study by University of Illinois researchers, hurricanes with women's names are likely to cause significantly more deaths than those with masculine names. That's because people don't take them seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently that is the finding yeah. of this study. When it's a woman's name, they don't prepare as much <laughs> as they do when it's well, that, a man's name. Also has to that's do so with with so most of these hurricanes take place in places where people would think that way. Yeah, that's yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so, I mean, it's so striking and it, and it does say something about how embedded these well, yeah, atti- she, these uh, these yeah, attitudes well, really well, are. It well, really here, here comes it, Sheila. She can't be doing no, too much. No, come on. Sheila. 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 Elizabeth. Yeah. Come on. Elizabeth's nothing. Yeah. yeah. Now, if Billy Bob comes by, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, going to exactly. get worried. If they, if they start naming him uh, like Gronk, you know, just yeah. make up like, yeah. like 
Gronk? sort of, you know, cartoon. Yeah, people would be concerned. They, yeah, yeah, then they might be. Yeah, so I, I'd like to. I'd like to that's name so nuts. hurricanes. I would. I think that'd yeah. be a fun occupation. You know what? They they start out A B C, right? They always yeah, the yeah. beginning of the season. The first one of the, the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all that stuff. Wow. Well, I, I, for example, what would you name? Megasaurus. No, the the first one of the season. Oh. We'll start with an A. An A. Megasaurus. <laughs> that's a good one, though. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Oh, uh, let's see, Abigail. Abigail. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of that. Now we'll see. Yeah, see? Yeah, I'm, see. I'm not afraid of that. <laughs> you will see what I would be. See what I would. I would be a real estate magnet. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. I would name the first one Abigail. Yeah. And then I would look where it was going, and I would just buy up a bunch of property. Uh, you know, right after it happened. Good idea. Yeah. See. And finally. Yeah. Are you ready for yeah, this? Yeah. Go ahead. You're really ready for this. Yeah, huh? I really am. How about you, Molly? You ready? And finally, the actor Macaulay Culkin's band. The Pizza Underground? I'm sure you've heard of them. The I Pizza Underground not. was booed off stage in Nottingham, England. Really? Yeah. The Pizza Underground booed off booed stage, off stage. In, in Nottingham, England. Probably not the last time. Calkins Band remakes classic rock songs uh, to celebrate pizza. So they they re <laughs> they they make remake songs in the name because they like pizza a lot. They had just finished performing a cover of Lou Reed's Perfect Day, which they called Pizza Day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which which is I I think you know I I think I would have joined the the fans yeah booing or whatever the they were the the audience and booing the pizza underground yeah there were they were three songs into their set yeah the pizza underground was three songs into their set before calling it quits after being drenched with beer. 